Oh, my computer crashed. Oh no, I've got a virus. Oh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday, 647-977-7113. ITMayday.com. Hi, it's Linda Pinizzato at The Condo Expert. And, uh, you know, we've got Adam Slavota on the line, and uh, it's wonderful because uh, he's not only a volunteer with the Condo Owners Association, uh, he's a young adult, and we certainly welcome a lot more young adults. Please step up to the plate and come and get involved. Just email us at uh, Linda, L-I-N-D-A, Pinizzato, P-I-N-I-Z-Z-O-T-T-O, at Coa, C-O-A, Ontario.com. If you want to get involved, you can even fill out a volunteer form right on our website. Adam, you know, it's just so fantastic having you on board uh, because, you know, we, we need to. And, and you know, you have a fabulous marketing background, too, um, almost, uh, almost at the point of a dean's list uh, at George Brown College and now again at Ryerson. Boy, you've got quite accomplishments on your list already. Thank you very much, Linda. Marketing is a huge passion of mine, and it's something that I want to pursue and push. And for me, putting knowledge into the hands of people is what I love to do. Well, you know, if on your marketing side, I know COA right now with this contest that we have involved with Allstate Condo Hero, I think we can probably come up with some fantastic ideas just to get the word out there. We have until uh, September. I mean, the cl- the contest closes at late September. So I think that we can really kind of get out there and get the word out, don't you think? For sure, especially with the wide variety of streams and outlets of information provided these days to individuals, it's a wonderful opportunity to hit a wide, large demographic for this particular event. So social media, is there ways that we can work social media, intertwine them with condominiums? Because I know at COA, like we have all 26 COA Twitter accounts. So we could, so for instance, if you're an owner and you're out in, say, well, we're talking universities, so say Waterloo, people can go into twitter.com slash Koa Waterloo. So I think that uh, with anything that's happening, it's it's a great resource to get information out all the time on different tweets, don't you think? Oh, of course, especially in this stage where communication and knowledge can be transmitted instantaneously. It's important to use methods such as Twitter and Facebook to communicate with individuals. And I find COA can excel and reach large demographics and target audiences by setting up on these social media networks such as Twitter and Facebook. Because so many Canadians use Facebook, for instance, I believe the statistic came out today that monthly over over 15 million Canadians check Facebook, almost 14 million on a weekly basis. And that's a massive audience for COA to reach because looking at just Ontario as a whole, there's over a million condo owners. So for us to be able to reach this, we need to use social media because that's the tools that are provided now. Well, exactly. And, and you know, there's so many. Like I saw one the other day called Blogspot. That was interesting because we turned around and we set up 17 more accounts on this blog spot. <laughs> so that way people can go in and they can, you know, voice their opinions as even problems and things that they have, you know, that type of thing. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I think that, uh, you know, as far as the marketing side, I mean, you know, the, uh, IT Mayday, uh, which is the, uh, company itmayday.com that's actually providing our website free of charge just to help COA and that's COA Ontario and COA Toronto. They actually do websites for condominium buildings. So maybe, do you think that we're at a time right now that there could actually be a blog portal, um, for condominiums to, for owners to chat with amongst each other? Because sometimes I think that's a little bit scary for boards. I think that's the next step in the future in terms of opening up the communication because I find that a lot of condo owners have very similar problems and boards across Ontario and as well as Canada deal with very similar issues. So by opening up the forum and allowing conversations to exist not just between COA and owners or COA and specific boards, but to allow certain condo owners and different boards to communicate amongst themselves would allow for more kind of a common sense approach to how to deal with the day-to-day problems affecting condominiums. Well, you know, we're talking about a community atmosphere, right? So, I mean, what better way? Like right now, everybody meets each other on the elevator at the dog park. Sometimes maybe on the rooftop, sometimes possibly, you know, in around the barbecues or maybe in the corridors. I mean, certainly you could meet your neighbors on the same floor, but it kind of gets a little bit limited. I mean, the concierge, the securities tend to know everyone, but I don't really think that there's a whole lot of interaction with residents and owners in buildings all the time. I agree, and I think a big part of that is a lot of condominium owners are not fully educated on the full aspect of running and maintaining a condo. And I find that if individual, if the information was put into the individual's hands where they understand the importance of aspects such as the board of directors and the property managers, that it would almost push them to talk with their neighbors and to seek the opinions of others around them to see if they if they feel that the condo is being run properly. And I think that that's a big goal of COA is to empower condo owners and residents with the information that they need to do this. And that would be, and the good thing is, is that that would be on a good limelight. You know, sometimes I actually receive, uh, I mean, we're getting like over 100 emails a day. And there was one in particular that really floored me. And what they did was in this email, they actually accused one person of, of being very angry with the board. The board was running the operations really well, not a problem whatsoever. But this one person decided to enlist the help of another person, and then the two of them just literally went around knocking on doors, giving out false accusations, causing problems when they didn't exist. You know, up until that time, the, the building was running extremely smoothing, smoothly. The uh, operating budgets were fantastic. Everything about the building was amazing, uh, the spirit in there. But these two people just decided that, you know, they were vindictive enough to create lies and literally go around the building and just turn it totally upside down. The question is, that, you know, people like that, they could really do some severe damage if they had logs directly at their disposal. You know what? They can, but I find that individuals who wish to spread lies and false accusations could be easily suppressed by individuals who are aware of the guidelines and, and maintenance and excuse me, not maintenance, but the regulations that follow the condominium. So this is good because, because you know what, Adam, wait a second. This is, this is really good. Think about this. So here's the thing. Somebody knocks on your door and spreads lies. You have no way of confirming whether they're telling the truth or telling a lie. 
Exactly. Okay. So what you're saying is, is that by having everybody be vocal and everybody understands everything, then people will know immediately whether or not they're telling a lie because it's all transparent. Exactly. And it will also give individuals the right to ask those people who are spreading those lies questions. Because I find that those who spread false accusations are generally limited in their knowledge. And by those individuals who are approached by the, fa- the false accusation can turn around and, be- and ask specific direct questions on their purpose and motive. And that could almost stop those accusations dead in their tracks. You know, that's a great perspective. You didn't take psychology in between marketing, did you? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> but that's it. But well, that's understanding marketing though, because, you know, when you understand marketing, you're right, because it all plays out, doesn't it? It's like, you know, it's kind of funny. If you know a lot of people, you should never lie because you'll never remember what you said from one to the next and it'll catch up with you. So you're better off to just say what you feel and that's it and live with it. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know? and as you mentioned previously, knowledge is power. An individual can say stuff, but if the other individual is aware that what they're saying is false, then they themselves can be vocal against it. So I find, as you mentioned, that when individuals are more knowledgeable in terms of condominiums and their process, then they will be able to not only participate more, but they'll also understand more of the components in terms of running and managing that specific condo. Well, that is totally an evolution on that because you know what? The interesting part about it is, is this is a perspective I want the audience to know. This is the perspective of a young adult. So take a look, close your eyes and think about this for a moment. We could be headed in a different direction where young adults today, they want information, right? And if they're going to, you know, because they're not as, maybe they're not as relaxed or or maybe they're, they don't have as much apathy. So once the ball gets rolling, we could be heading into a total different direction within the next five years. You know that. Oh, for sure. And because of technology and that ability to access information and knowledge in an instant, individuals want that knowledge. So by providing it and by providing the sources to get that information, that's what's going to get that ball going. And as you have one, two, three individuals who start going and then they tell to their friends who may purchase condominiums down the road, look, this is an important website, for instance, COA, for you to look at before you make that condo decision. And I think that's what this young generation needs, is not just a push towards the information, but also for them to identify and know that this knowledge is crucial for them to have proper maintenance of their condos and their investments. Absolutely. Adam, you know, you're, you're a wealth of information and the fact that, uh, what you've just pinpoint now is really important because I think we get, it's funny, as the founder of COA, you know, we rack our, <laughs> I rack my brains all the time thinking about different ways, you know, different things that need to be put out there. And, you know, one thing in particular was to, to, to embody and create a mechanism for COA to work directly with the, provincial government and the municipal government and that's why on the site you know you have all the different links for people if they want to find out who their MPP is for their neighborhood all they have to do is go on the COA site to get it now if they want condo information buying it or insurance or mortgaging or any of those type of details they can find that on the COA site as well updates on the condo 
act and the review and uh, the municipal review and certainly this radio show. You do know you're going to be podcasted once you go live to air. Of course. Of course. <laughs> so that's the other thing, too, is that, you know, at any given time, they can come right on the COA website, COA Ontario, COA Toronto website, and be able to access any of the different radio shows podcasting. So take a look at the wealth of information. And that's important because that knowledge and information being available on the Internet is a key source for individuals to not only connect with COA, but to also build a relationship with COA because it's important for individuals to understand that COA is out defending and protecting the rights and interests of condo owners and residents. That's the important thing. So you know what we need to do, Adam? I think we need to create an internship program for young adults. You know, I think that's a wonderful idea. Yes. Yeah, so today is our announcement. COA, Adam Sloboda, and Linda Pinizzato, and the Condo Owners Association are going to be creating an intern program that is uh, going to be working with young adults uh, with respect to condominiums. Once we can get that all in place, then we've got to work on our charities, don't you think? Agreed. Children-oriented charities, anything geared towards helping children, maybe having something similar to like a Habitat Humanity, you know, where we could have a condominium as we, you know, continue to get registrations. We need condo owners to register. That's what we need. you got to go That's on the site and need. register. That's what we need because there's so much benefit from registering not only for information, but to meet others who are of similar mindset and who have similar questions. Well, this is it. And if, you know, the intent is, is that as it builds, uh, we want to have a uh, registry that would basically, you know, keep a record of different buildings with the complaints that have come in and what that complaint revolves around. Because, you know, think about it. If you're getting 30, 40 different complaints, or sorry, the same complaint on the same building, and this is on record, surely something can be done. The ministry would have to step up to the plate and do something. I mean, you can talk about dispute resolution, but all of these things are expensive. Who's paying for all this? Of course. And it's also important that the questions aren't overlapped because then that takes away from the process and time to address them. And it's a lot easier, not just for the condo corp, uh, condominium as a whole, but for the government when dealing with these issues to kind of set parameters to not to deter people from having to overlap their questions and problems. I guess maybe that's not the best way to explain it, but having a specific system in which to deal with problems instead of having to deal with the same problems again and again not only helps the government work a little bit more efficiently, but it also makes dealing with problems in terms of the condo a lot faster and easier. And maintain long-term sustainability with all of these billions and billions and billions of dollars of condominiums across the province and Canada. Yes. Yeah, a lot of money at stake here. A lot of money at stake and people's future and wealth and well-being, health and well-being as well. Mm -hmm. And really, at the end of the day, this is, we're dealing with where people live. We're dealing people. We're dealing with where people want to feel comfortable, and in order for them to feel comfortable, they have to feel like where they live is being run properly. Absolutely, that's the important part of it. Well, thank you so much, Adam. It's been great having you on the show. All I can say is, uh, let's get started. These are fantastic ideas, so I'm pumped. Thank you for having me, Linda. <laughs> okay, you have a wonderful day. Okay, all the best. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye.